Hey, I'm Gabe. I'm Tucker. And today we're going to be talking about DC fandom. All right, Tucker, so I guess my first big question is that fandom is a pretty big departure from San Diego Comic-Con that uh, Marvel and DC have been doing for a while. What do you think of this shift from SDCC to fandom? I think it's a really smart move both for DC fans and just business-wise in general um, because, I mean, they were getting outshined by Marvel and other, you know, comic books and and general comic stuff that comes out of Comic-Con. And they they now get their own spotlight and now they have more of a plan and so that's evident in fandom because if they didn't have a plan like they used to not have a plan and they were just throwing out here's batman versus superman this is another bad movie that's coming out and now they seem to have it a little more figured out and they have a little more of a structure um and i think that shows with fandom yeah I think um, I think fandom was obviously born out of necessity, but necessity is the mother invention. And so, like, the nice thing with fandom is they can have Dwayne The Rock Johnson shoot an intro from his home. And so, like, you know, they got all the stars for fandom. They got Pierce Brosnan, Cena. They got everybody. Um, and I think it's it's much better um, than San Diego Comic-Con. And it really just, not, not that we need division, but it gives DC their space because right now, in, I think in the superhero media landscape, for a while, DC has kind of been the underdog. I mean, very much the, so. the success of the Snyder films, the DCEU, like it's, they're, they've got a lot of corporate issues that yeah. you know are pitted against them. So I think it it gives them kind of their own space to let them do their own thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be competition all the time. Um, but yeah, so from fandom, what do you want to dive into first, and we can kind of talk about? So. I'd say we start, I mean, we had a lot revealed in fandom. We had video games. We had TV shows. We had tons of new trailers for movies. Yeah. So I say we dive in with the video games first, get those out of the way. Okay. So we got our first looks, second looks, sorry, at Gotham Knights, yeah. um, which is, you know, about the kind of sidekicks, so to speak, yep. of Batman. We're getting Batwoman, Nightwing, Red Hood. And Robin. Robin, obviously. That was dumb that I forgot Robin. Um, and, you know, it looks like it's kind of multiplayer focus, co-op a it's little bit. It's very Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. 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 It looks, you know, fun, but not like a rock steady Batman game. Yeah, this is made by WB Montreal. And uh, Arkham Origins isn't a bad game. I no, mean, no. It, it's, it's probably a 7.5. Maybe even an 8 out of 10. Yeah. But if you compare it to the Batman Arkham games, that are just close. some of the best video games ever made, it it pales in comparison. Yeah. And so this kind of feels to me, it's a spiritual successor to Origins by tackling the, you know, the, the Court of Owls storyline. Yeah. And that's, that's something that doesn't get touched on a lot oh, no, in definitely. Batman content. And that's a super cool group of villains that you know kind of deserves to be explored yep. because it just doesn't happen in in tvs and tv and movies um so to see that fleshed out in a video game which obviously isn't going to be as popular as a movie or a tv show is still really cool yeah but I, I definitely think the bigger game being talked about after is 
Rocksteady's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I'm excited. I I don't know if I could be more excited without like spontaneously combusting. <laughs> um you, Rocksteady makes great games. Yeah. And throughout the Arkham games, they've kind of hinted at other other DC characters. Oh you know? yeah. Tons of Easter eggs. There's been talks about Clark Kent, Metropolis. We've seen Queen Industries on a few boxes. Yep. But like to finally get to see Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash, Superman, and we know that that there's gonna be more than them. Yeah. I'm very excited for. And and obviously just the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Getting another version of them. More King Shark is always better. Now. Oh yeah. Even though it's it's not gonna be the same kind of King Shark that has become sort of a internet sensation since read. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, but I, I think this is a super exciting group of, of characters to work with, especially in a video game. And also just like the, the rock steady gameplay is something that is awesome in the Arkham games. It's one of the best combat systems ever. Free flow combat for the win. Um, and you know, now we're going to get basically, I'm guessing four different styles to so. work with. I think that will be how the game works and a really cool story set in the Arkham universe. My big question from these games, which I've been, as as I've rewatched these trailers, because, you know, Fandom was two, maybe two, three weeks ago, yeah. and so I've been rewatching the trailers a lot. What's up with the character designs in, in both of these games? Because they're, especially Flash and Suicide Squad, and Red Hood in Gotham Knights. What up? What's up with that? Because I I don't think it looks very good. It it it's not comics accurate. Yeah, I think they went with I the Red Hood one. I don't watch the Titans TV show, but I've seen you know clips here and there, mm-hmm. and it looks really similar okay. to what they did with the Red Hood and that. And the Flash looks really similar to Ezra Miller's costume in the DCEU movies. So I you know. My thinking is maybe they're trying to bank on people being like, oh, this is like the Flash from the movie. Now, do we know is Gotham Knights set in the Arkhamverse? No. I don't. Okay. I know that one is not set in the Arkhamverse. Okay, Suicide that makes Squad sense, then. is. Because if they were to use the Arkham Red Hood design, which is a great design, yeah. it would be awesome. But okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um. All right. What do you want to dive into next? So I figured we'd move into. Uh, discussing some of the live action stuff so i figured we'd start with peacemaker nice john cena getting a tv series role which is definitely a new thing for him yeah um but i mean he's he's proved he's got some some decent acting chops Mm -hmm. and you know being in kind of i don't want to say buddy cop type of show but it kind of looks like a buddy cop type of show in the way it's structured. Uh, I think it, it's got serious potential. And I think the other thing that's really exciting is I can't really pin my, I can't pin it down if they're sort of following Marvel in focusing on side characters mm-hmm. or like minor comics characters and heroes, or if they're just following James Gunn, who sort of, did that probably the best out of any Marvel director with Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and he's helming the TV show. So 
I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I will say this. Uh, I, you know, used to be a big wrestling fan, so I've always, like, liked John Cena. Um, when he was cast in the Suicide Squad, I didn't know how good it was going to be. But honestly, he was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh, he was awesome. Um, he actually managed to turn in a pretty serious performance towards the end. Yeah. Um, but still be hilariously funny. And so Marvel has proven that original content with their characters that, you know, creating TV shows for them, it's worked. You know, it, they, it's a proven formula. And James Gunn is a great director. So having him behind the camera or writing anything is always going to be interesting. Um, I'm a little hesitant that how goofy the character was might wear on me yeah. as I keep watching the show. Um, but I, I mean, that waits to be seen, but I'm, I'm more excited for it after watching that trailer than I was before. Yeah. So I, I mean, just like, can we just talk about that car? Oh, how great is that? It's very great. It's, it's a Mustang adorned in a Eagle, I believe. And red, white, and blue flag. It's like, how do you come up with that? It's like the Captain America mobile. Yeah. It's an actual thing. Yeah. It's, I, this, at the very least, this show will give us a good laugh. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's, and you know, the thing is like, even if it's horrible, at least it gives us something to laugh at. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't think it'll be horrible. Um, so we're talking about live action stuff. Mm-hmm. I think another big thing coming out of fandom, we got the teaser for the flash. Yep. What are your thoughts on this? So I think the flash is a character that they can sort of rebuild the DC EU with, mm-hmm. um, just because the, the comic that they're semi exploring, um, flashpoint it's called, yeah. uh, opens up a lot of new opportunities um and we kind of see two or three in the trailer we get michael keaton voicing over in the teaser as the original batman and we see his batmobile and then we also see at the end of the trailer a glimpse of part of the flash family and supergirl i believe it's supergirl okay supergirl um so, you know, they might be able to kind of, I don't want to say retcon some of the uh, sins of the DCEU. But I think they need to. But they probably should and definitely could with this. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it presents a, a big opportunity for them to kind of turn it around. Yeah, I'm definitely more excited for this post-Snyder Cut. Yes. Because the Flash's scene in Snyder Cut is, it's so good. It's very cool. It's, it's, I don't understand why that was ever cut from the movie, because it is, like, part of it. Um, what worries me a little bit with the Flash, uh, well, two things. First off, Andy Muschietti, director of the newer It films, that's mainly the big thing that I know him from. Okay. Um, he makes long movies, and... I don't know if this needs to be, like, a time-jumping epic. Yeah. And I'm a little worried that it's going to be. Um, I also think maybe we need to stop living in nostalgia so much. Um, Because I think sometimes our... 
I think Endgame kind of did it, and so I'm not. And I think Spider-Man: No Way Home is definitely going to do it. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes we rely on the past too much, um, and that tends to like cause uh, we we're not really as creative. And so, as like I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm excited to see Keaton. I'm excited to see Ben Affleck, um, and I'm sure there's gonna be other big surprises in this. So I'm, I'm obviously excited, but I do wish that instead of for bringing all these characters back, they could be more focused on creating new content. Yeah, but, I I think there's opportunities for that though. With if if they do go the direction of the Flash family, yeah, that's you, true. You might get a Kid Flash. Um, I don't remember all the names. Impulse characters Impulse. like that. Yeah. yeah, I you know that could be cool. I mean, like, here's the thing. I think this is gonna be like I said a very nostalgic yeah movie, and I think this is gonna check all those boxes. And I kind of personally feel this might be the I don't want to say the end game but I think I think this is going to wrap up the DCEU I don't think we're it gonna, could besides maybe another Aquaman film because I'm sure we'll talk about Aquaman too yeah um I, I think they're kind I don't think they want to touch this I think it's been kind of marred by the corporate issues with Walter Hamada that we talked about yeah I think they kind of just want to get out of this uh, of this storyline allow them to build fresh but i mean i guess we'll have to see this is more for time to dictate yep um but as we talked about aquaman 2 yeah we didn't we didn't see much no not a lot but we saw you know some some key characters returning we saw black manta in the uh, comics accurate suit by the way in the comics accurate suit which i know you like yes um we saw uh his brother yep i forget what form played by patrick wilson patrick wilson um is out of jail i guess after he got atlantean jail he's running around again that's exciting could we have a coup or something i I, we didn't get a lot so so there's there's not a ton to talk about we didn't get a lot but i think this is the trailer for the original one it seemed to be very globe hopping yeah turn it it wasn't most of it was set in atlantis but i i think that's something they might try to rectify yeah um i think they're really going to talk about uh, i hope um, just based on the little bit we saw, they show the duality because Arthur Curry isn't just a person from Atlantis. Yeah, he's he's also from our world. Yeah, and so I think that's a really interesting concept that the comics touch on, but the movies and animated stuff has never really done. And so, it's a really interesting avenue, and I hope they uh, work with it. Yeah, I mean, and they had some concept art in that behind yeah. the scenes thing, and it looked like they were going a lot of different places. Um, and and I. The one other thing I remember is the director was saying it's definitely going to be less of a kind of goofy yep. origin story and a little more serious and, and uh, you know, serious. Yeah. I, I, I lost the word. Well, there. <laughs> um, I, I do think that uh, I think Aquaman was, was a better movie than some people say. I think it's, it's you know, it's I, exactly what you want. It's yeah. entertaining. He's. It's a guy. I. I didn't walk in expecting an exactly. Oscar winner. If you ex- come in with high expectations, you're gonna be disappointed. Exactly. But like, I just really hope they fix how it looks when people are underwater. <laughs> yeah. Because that is the most jarring thing to me. It yeah. distracts me throughout all of it. But if you know if it hap- if a lot of it happens on land, we won't have that issue. True. Um. Okay. So what from fandom do you want to talk about next? So the other kind of two connected trailers we got. Uh, before we talk about the big one. The big one. Um, we had the first look at Dwayne Johnson 
as Black Adam. Woo! Finally. Which, very cool. Also, connected to him, kind of in the same universe, we got behind the scenes of Shazam. Fury of the Gods. Fury of the Gods. The sequel to the Shazam yeah. movie. Um, and that's definitely a cool part of DC. It's It's definitely on the goofier side and the less you know gritty or realistic side however the first look at black adam looked like it they're going not i don't want to say dark because well obviously we we're going to talk about dark if if the trailer is any indication black adam might have to be r yeah because i mean i mean we can talk about it a man in like the first minute of the trailer gets his skin melted off yeah and his head ripped off so i don't know how you do that pg-13 i i mean yeah i they did the venom movies pg-13 and that was a mistake that was a mistake so we'll see and dc has not been shy about about making rated r movies they've made that clear yeah i mean and here's the thing snyder cut it works. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's I and it's appealing to a different kind of audience. Exactly. Um, and I think they have a good balance in, you know, making movies for the parents to take their kids to. That's what Shazam is for. And I feel like Black Adam, from what we saw, is sort of the big bad brother. Exactly. This is um, it. it it's actually interesting that we're talking about this at the same time because in, in comics, obviously, Shazam and Black Adam, they're arch enemies. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to see some sort of connection yeah. because they did talk about Kondok and stuff like that in Shazam. It, not much, but enough to be mentioned. Um, but what interests me is the director of this is Jean-Michelat Seurat, who is like a name that not a lot of people know. Okay. He directed Jungle Cruise oh, okay. um, and Nonstop with Liam Neeson, if you've seen that. That's a good movie. And so he makes these big spectacle movies. How do you think that's going to translate into the world of superhero movies? I mean, it's probably going to have some big action set pieces. Which is all I ask for, honestly. He picked probably the biggest action set piece actor around right now yep. with The Rock. Um and I, I'm, 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 the two movies that you mentioned are, I don't want to say violent, but like they're not, you know. Jungle Cruise gets away with a lot for being a Disney movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I, I don't think this is, you know, sort of a goofy movie, and it's about kind of a goofy character. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on in Black Adam is, suppose I we didn't see them. We saw like some concept art and the actors we're talking about, but there are some big side characters oh, that yeah. are being introduced. They got in the that. JSA, and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I mean, we get Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. Yep. Um, I don't know who the other actors well, are. We got Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. Yes. And then all I, I mean, this might just be a way to get thirteen-year-old girls in the door, but we got Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher. Yeah, Adam um, Smasher is. is a very underappreciated comics character. Yeah, it's... and kind of like the, I don't want to say the other, Ant, like the better version of Ant-Man, but kind of the better version of Ant-Man. The, the original, I mean, we yeah. can say that. Yeah. But no, I, I think this is, 
The Rock is not going to do a movie unless he thinks it's going to unless he thinks it's going to do well. Yeah. He's um he's a smart businessman. Like you got to give that to him. He's making rap songs now. Yeah. Um, and so, I think Black Adam is going to be very good. I kind of get like a um, I kind of want to say like the Mummy type vibe from yeah. it. Yeah. Because I don't know if this movie's going to focus on Black Adam. Um, he's in comics. He's a bad guy, and it's they say he's going to be an anti-hero, or as we've consistently heard, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. (laughs) The line we've heard maybe 30 times. Um, So I don't know if this movie's going to focus on him, and I don't think that it needs to, and I think that's something that I'm interested in seeing if that's a choice to make. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting take. You know, if it were like a Godzilla-type movie where we're seeing it from a bunch of, you know, humans kind of watching this wizard tear stuff up and i think i'm okay um, with that shazam is also we didn't see much but the only thing that i'm very my interest is very peaked for for shazam is helen mirren as the villain yeah and because helen mirren is awesome yeah she's awesome and she's she's shown her chops in action movies i don't know red red that's what i was thinking of yeah awesome and so i'm excited i think it's gonna be good but um i think it's maybe we time we talk about the big one the big one what 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 I've personally been rewatching every day to, like, <laughs> to recharge my mental health, um, Matt Reeves, the Batman with Robert Pattinson, yep, and so many other people. Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman, Andy Serkis, Colin Farrell, I, Paul Dano. Oh my gosh! I think the most underrated cast member of oh, the yeah. whole movie, not Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright. Okay, as okay. Commissioner Gordon, Jeffrey Wright is a guy who. I have yet to see him in a bad role. That's true. And even if he's in a bad movie or show, he's still good in it. Mm-hmm. And I think he's he's kind of got like that inquisitive detective feel to him. So being Commissioner Gordon, or I guess it's like Detective Gordon at this period because he's not the commissioner yet. Yep. We, we can talk about that. Um, I think he's perfect. He he hits he hits all the marks for me. So I I'm excited to see he and Pattinson kind of play off each other. So I mean I know we both have so many thoughts about this trailer and just like this movie. So let's I, I kind of my first thing that I want to unpack is they have announced that it is not going to be rated R. Okay. I don't love that decision. Um, what what do you think about it? I, it makes me look back at the Nolan Batman movies. Those movies very easily could be rated R. Yeah. And they aren't. Which, you know, they also came out years earlier when they were a little more flexible than they are now. True. I still think this is going to be a very violent yeah. and dark and gritty movie. And it's going to probably push the rated R boundary about as far as it can go. Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. That's that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. Well, what's cool about this movie is Batman in comics has been the world's greatest detective. And so we've never really seen that in the Batman movies before. And this kind of, the first trailer reminded me a lot of Seven. Like, this seems like a straight up murder mystery with, you know, Bruce Wayne being the world's greatest detective. This 
movie has seven and zodiac yep. written all over it and then also to hear i matt reeves and jeffrey wright say that they both read the long halloween and watched the animated movie made me think they they dug a lot out of that yep. source material which is probably like it's weird if you're if you're a new Batman fan, that's what I would recommend. Yeah. It, it's it's one of the the best Batman stories. Yeah. And um, dude, give me Calendar Man in the sequel. What a, yeah. what a great villain. Yeah, great villain. And just like probably the the best detective Batman story, mm-hmm. I would say. Um so I'm all for the detective side of the thing. Yeah. There was I did hear, you know, because they've had these screenings and stuff that like the format of the movie is like it's set over the course of a week i guess around halloween time and so that obviously screams the long halloween um but it's like every day we get sort of a pattinson batman narration thing like a journal i don't know what are your thoughts on that um i mean robert pattinson is a very talented actor and i think after Twilight, he's done these string of films to try and prove to people that he is much more than that. <laughs> and, I mean, just even watching him be Neil in Tenet, and I see him and I'm like, oh, you look exactly like Bruce Wayne. Like, this is exactly what I want. That that was what I thought when I saw Tenet, too. And so, I, I'm all for I think Pattinson, I am not apprehensive to that casting at all. And I know a few people who expressed to me, they were like, oh, well, isn't he just a pretty boy? And to that, I say, no. Like, watch High Life, watch any of his more recent works, and you'll see, like, I mean, even just watching The Lighthouse, Yeah. this dude really gets into his role. Yeah. Um, And so, and if you're going to, Batman, you know, they say that Bruce Wayne is, is, the, is the costume that, that Batman puts on. Um, Batman's a character that if you're going to do it right, you need to really get into it. And I, and I say that, like, as a comics nerd. And that's what Bale did. Yeah. And so, uh, I think if anyone's going to do that, Pattinson will. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I mean, I think he's the right choice, 100%. Um, I will say, I think he has a chance. I'm not going to go this far without seeing the movie. But he has a chance to dethrone Bale as as my favorite live action batman well i mean his neck can turn so he's already starting off with some sort of <laughs> win. um yeah no i think especially if this is going to be a longer series and if this is gonna i think you know, they they made it somewhat official that they're yeah. shooting for three ish movies and so i think with um if they're gonna start this off like batman year one i think it definitely has the potential to beat beat bale and especially just uh the ending to the first trailer, and now it's kind of the middle of the second one, when he beats the crap out of those gangsters, and we just hear the "I'm vengeance." Like it's just this. This is a dark and gritty take I'm, on I'm, on Batman. I'm sorry. And and you know, after the Nolan movies, did you really think it could get much darker? Probably not. And and it it has. And it's not just dark for dark's sake, because like, that's maybe the biggest criticism leveled towards the Snyder ones. Yeah. That it's just 
dark and gritty for the sake of being dark and gritty. No, this makes sense. This is this makes sense. It's yeah. n- and you know, I don't want to say the bar is low after Batman vs <laughs> Superman, but the bar is kind of low. It's very low. And so I'm I'm very excited. Um, what I don't hear people talking about in this movie is that I kind of wish they would. Is I don't hear enough people talking about Colin Farrell's Penguin. Yeah, I'd say the issue with that is, from what I've heard, like the reports and stuff from the early screenings, is he's really only in it for about ten minutes of the movie. Okay, that and makes sense then. It's sort like, I you know, spoiler warning, I guess from an early screening means that could not, turn out to not even be mer- true. means we don't nothing know. but apparently the penguin sequence sort of sets up the beginning of the movie okay and sets up batman's relationship with um catwoman okay and so that's sort of their introduction and and colin farrell is obviously he's going to dominate those 10 minutes yeah. but he's he's sort of a uh you know, vessel for them to meet. Um, I've heard that he might get his own TV spinoff. Okay. Um, that sort of looks into the underworld Batman kind of vibe because I know we're getting we're getting a, a GCPD one GCPD on HBO Max. Yeah. with Jeffrey Wright as uh, Gordon again, um, and so I know that they're talking about Farrell coming back as Penguin. Well, the thing with Colin Farrell is like. Dude is a very attractive man. Yeah, and he is unrecognizable. He is unrecognizable at playing Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. He might not be as good as Danny DeVito was. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I I think it's going to be very good, and I'm very excited. And if it's true that they're kind of building up Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman as, like, a romantic interest, that's very comics accurate. True. And they're probably going to do it better than they did with Anne Hathaway. Because I do I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion. The Dark Knight Rises is the worst of the Nolan Batman movies, at least for me, and I really don't like Anne Hathaway in it. Okay. So that we'll we'll save that conversation for another time. But, but I just I think Zoe Kravitz is gonna do really well. Yeah, so I agree. Excited. She's she's definitely got the chops for it. She's kind of she fits the catwoman vibe very yeah. well. Um Kind of reminds me of the horrible Halle Berry Catwoman. Oh, I don't want to even think about that at all. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, the other character we kind of got to talk about, we still haven't seen his face, Paul Dano, the Riddler. I mean, it, it's getting, it's almost getting to a point where it's the parallels to Zodiac, like with the duct tape mask yeah. and the, just like the, the voice and stuff are... They're getting ridiculous, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, I just, I you know, in, in preparation for Dune, I went on a Denis Villeneuve marathon. Okay. And you forget, at least I did, how good he was oh, in he Prisoners. Oh, he was very good in Prisoners. And so I, even even There Will Be Blood, how good he is in that. Yeah. He's, I think he's definitely underappreciated, and I think, uh, I think the Riddler, honestly, is an underappreciated villain. Kind of corrupted by Jim Carrey's really bad performance. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a good opportunity to redeem the character. Um, he has not been good in much media, I mean, even Gotham. Not very good portrayal of him. Yeah, I, so I can't even, that show. I, that, I, it takes way too many creative liberties. But I, I think that uh, people have said in certain points that this feels like a horror movie. 
Yeah. And I, I think he might be the reason that it does. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I I think there he he will bring a intimidation factor that we have not seen with a villain yeah. since Heath Ledger's Joker. Exactly. I think I think he has that much potential. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited. My last question for you. Okay, hit me with it. So, since we do know that this is in an alternate DC, you know, universe, kind of its own thing, and we know that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is in a separate DC universe of its own, do we think there's even a chance, not that he's even in the movie, but that we get sort of a repeat of the end of Batman Begins and we get a a hint at what's coming next, which is maybe Joker. Do I want it to happen? Yes, everybody wants it to happen. Personally, no. Okay. I kind of wish they just let Joker be and not touch it. I don't even want a sequel to that movie. I just want to let it be its own thing. Um, But Joaquin is the, the second best portrayal of Joker. He's better than Nicholson. Like I, I can come out and say it. And I don't. I, I don't think know. that's fair. I don't. I, yeah. So he won an Academy Award. Yeah. I. I, I think. I think Joaquin's Joker. If, if they're gonna do Joker in this, he's probably the best. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, we know that uh, the the Joaquin Joker really messed with Bruce Wayne's life. He he's the reason that his parents died, mm-hmm. and so that's never really been explored in the Batman movies. And so, Batman says, I'm vengeance. Well, when you come up to the guy who was the reason your parents died, let's see if you're vengeance. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But yeah, um, fandom's done. We've kind of backed away from it. Do you feel good about DC's media going forward after? Yeah, I'm feeling optimistic. And I think the Snyder Cut is is to thank for that yep. because it showed that they, you know, I didn't, it, it, it's still not. I, it's great. Like the Snyder Cut's great. Do I need like a four hour, four and a half hour comic book movie every time to like fill my desire? No. Um, but I think that it showed that DC, in my opinion, has as good, if not better, character material and source material to work with than Marvel does. Yeah. I, like. To me, Batman and Superman and the Justice League in general are before Marvel kind of built up these these kind of unknown Marvel characters into the most popular characters on the in the entire world yep. that they are today. Batman and Superman were like the icons, so I I feel like DC has the potential to go big places. Yep, they they need to hit on more than half of these upcoming projects. Well, we'll have to see. But I like you. I'm I'm very optimistic. I think um I think Marvel's had it too good for too long and it's time that finally someone gives them some competition. But uh yeah, that's all from us here at the Review Cues podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.